We need God's strength for for every day. It, it has to be new every day. It's not something that we can bottle up and, and just store for to get by for for a long period of time. But but uh, but it's like that manna from the Old Testament when the children of Israel were walking in the wilderness where they needed to gather it and and to to use every day what they had that day and uh, that's that's how our faith is too it's 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 sufficient and it's more than sufficient but uh, but it's something that we need to 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 keep in humility and and I guess with this remembrance day, that uh, that remembrance is a good word to remember where our, our blessings have come from. I guess with November 11th, we've we focus on the wars and especially the last uh, what we call the two world wars. But uh, if we look through the Bible, I looked a little bit the other day, and I'm not. Not very well organized. Probably worse today than than usual. Um, but, uh, we had some people insulating in the basement of our house, and so we had to be gone for a day. And uh, everything seemed pretty chaotic. But doing good just to be here this morning at all. But uh, but anyways. Uh, I did look through the Bible the other day, and I can't remember all the passages where they where they are at anymore. But but uh, looking up the word remembrance, and and most of the the biblical references to remembrance are are to us remembering God or God remembering us, and uh, and we know that God will remember perfectly. We might forget, but but God isn't going to forget things. But especially for us, we, we, we should remember the source of our salvation, the source of our hope, that it is through God's gift of Jesus Christ and nothing of ourselves and our own remembrances of natural things, they can be easily swayed and things that we think we remember might not be exactly as it is. Even in the wars we know that there's a lot of things that are not not right on both sides. And they're on conversely, say for the last couple of major wars, the Germans, a lot of those soldiers and, and fi- people fighting were Christians. And there was a lot of Christians on both sides that were killing each other, and and it's unfortunate. It's really it's really sad that it got to that point. But it doesn't start that big. It starts a lot smaller than that. It uh, it starts with the individuals. We know. I think I've mentioned that before. That during the Second World War, most of the people. In Germany at that time were baptized, confirmed Lutherans. They they had all been raised. Most people had a, had a 
very good understanding of of they knew about Jesus and that, but but the bottom line is that they weren't really it wasn't really very important to them. They had let go of those things and they they had forgot about their God, they forgot about Jesus Christ and and they put their trust in this man, Adolf Hitler, because the things he said sounded good. They hadn't remembered where their strength was supposed to come from. And that's the roots of these these terrible things that happen. They've happened throughout history. The Bible tells us that, that till the end of the world there will be wars and rumors of wars. And that's that's how it's going to be. But it's because people forget truth. It's not because God is unfaithful, but it's because we turn away from God as individuals and as nations. We turn away from God and we trust in our own judgments. And uh, that's how we're led astray. And that's where it's good to remember what our foundation is supposed to be. And that's where reading the Bible is good. In humility, God can can, uh, continue to strengthen us, renew us. One verse that talks about remembrance in Hebrews. There's one that doesn't specifically speak of God, but but it leads us to God, I guess. I'll read a little bit here. It's Hebrews 13. In the sixth verse here. uh, so that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper I will not fear what man shall do unto me remember them which have the rule over you who have spoken unto you the word of God whose faith follow considering the end of their conversation Jesus Christ the same yesterday today and forever be not carried about with diverse and strange doctrines For it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace, not with meats, which have not profited them which have been occupied therein. That's uh, for those of us who have believed and, and known of Jesus, 
It's a great blessing. And I pray if there's anyone here who is not trusting in Jesus Christ as their Savior and their hope, their eternal hope, that that uh, you could believe the Bible encourages us repeatedly. Jesus' own message repeatedly was to believe, to tell people to believe on 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 His work, and and the apostles after Jesus continued telling people to believe on Jesus. He can give us that that uh, peace. It says to remember those that have the rule over you who have spoken unto you the word of God. And for me, I guess that would be those faithful ministers, a lot of times from the pulpit, who I grew up grew up hearing, they, they spoke truth. They spoke of Jesus and his salvation. My own parents taught me from the time I was born about Jesus, what he's done for me, and that that's the most important thing, more important than anything in this world. We're not supposed to follow those people, but but just to remember and follow that faith that they had, my grandparents, our pastors, some of whom have have gone on to their reward. To follow that faith, we don't follow the man or the woman, but we follow the faith in Jesus Christ that they testified of through their life, through their words, through their preaching. They testified of Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. We know that Jesus was prophesied in the Old Testament before he came to this earth. He was, I think all of us can remember throughout our life how Jesus has been taught to us and that that message will stay the same and it will never change as long as this world stands that those who believe in Jesus can trust that that he will give them eternal life. Is to be not be not carried about with diverse and strange doctrines, for it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace and not with meats, which have not profited them which have been occupied therein. It's it's by the grace of God that our heart can be established in this peace and this assurance of eternal life. It's not with meats. The Bible uses the word meat to mean more than simply meat. But it, by meat, a lot of times it means just the natural things. It may be food, it may be maybe other things around us that we see in this world. But these meats, as it says, those aren't the things that have saved us. But it's the grace of God that says that the heart be established with grace. It's that grace that is through the through the finished work of Jesus Christ. How he, as we know, he, he came. I've, I've spoken of that many times from this place, and, and we've all heard it over and over. basic gospel message of Jesus Christ. We see first 
that uh, John the Baptist came before Jesus and preached the same message in Matthew 3, 2. It says, John said, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. These people that a lot of them were Jews, they were they were living in in uh, starting in Israel, which is where the where the New Testament uh, starts out, and that's where John preached. And they went first to the Jews, said, "Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." That was the message of John. And then it tells us that they were baptized of John and Jordan, confessing their sins in that area of the river, river Jordan. This uh, confession of sins is a, is a manifestation of repentance. It of itself isn't repentance, but, but when, when we see, we see that when people realize their sinfulness and when they realize what they are and that they are without a savior. They'll confess with their mouth that, that they have, that they are sinners, that I am a sinner and that I have a need of a savior. And then they could also tell about, about, uh, as John did, he told them about Jesus. Then John made it very clear. He said, I'm not I'm not the Savior. There were people that that uh, heard John preaching, and they tried to tried to make him be the Savior. And John immediately turned the the, the blessing to Jesus. John said, "I'm I'm not the one that's the Savior. There's one coming after me, who's the latchet of whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose." He said, "Jesus is coming, and he's the one you got to look to. I'm just telling you that he's coming." But John did preach about repentance, and he, he told the people to repent, and and we see that they did that. They 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 not all of them. There was there was a lot that didn't, but there were also a lot that did. They 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 confessed their sin. They confessed their need of a savior. And then when Jesus when John preached Jesus, they, there was many that believed. And when they believed, then they were baptized. And this is the whole order. And I'll tell you. I certainly don't understand how it all works. I don't understand the mind of God. But I do believe that this method, this, this, uh, that John preached, it has the power to, to give us eternal life. See it throughout the Bible. The, the same, the same exact message. What we call the gospel. We hear that. Uh, just noticing in John six here, there there were many that were that went away from Jesus. We hear that at times there were many that believed, and then there were there were many that also that fell away. Many of those believers who did not continue in the faith. 
But those who continued, they, they continued with that testimony of Jesus Christ. It says, Simon Peter answered, after many had left, Simon Peter answered, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. This is the same kind of testimony that, that all believers throughout all time should have on their lips. Regardless of the circumstances, we believe that it is Jesus who is our Savior. It says it in a few, in a little bit different ways. There's different, different people say it in a little bit different ways sometimes, but it's the same message. The start of the Gospel of John, it says that it was that true light. Talking about Jesus, in Him was life, and the life was the light of men. This is that eternal life. This isn't just a natural life. We all have a natural life here. But through Jesus Christ, we can have eternal life. And it starts, it starts living within us in this world while we're still alive. that not everybody's going to believe. John uh, 3, verse 19, it says, Light has come into the world. Of course, that's Jesus. And men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that that they are wrought in God. When it says that we come to the light, I think that is very much the same as as this uh, repentance and confession. We don't, once we realize our Savior, we realize our own sinfulness. We we don't cover those things up, but we confess that we are we are sinners. We we need a Savior. And that if there are any deeds that we do that are that are to the glory of God, that they are that they have to be wrought in God, it says here. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. He that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. That's that sums it right up. If we if we believe in Jesus Christ and the things that He has done, that is the essence of salvation. There will be fruits of that that'll be evident in our life if we believe. But if we believe, we are saved, and if we don't. It says the wrath of God abideth on him that doesn't believe. I pray that God would add his blessing to the reading of his word. Amen.
May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord make his face to shine upon us and be gracious unto us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and give us everlasting peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Service will be followed with Holy Communion for everyone that wants to partake.